The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. All right, let's get straight into our thinking point then for today. The Department of Health in Limpopo facing over 14 billion rand. That's the uh, number of claims that it has against it where med- medical negligence is concerned and um, joining us for that conversation today Neil Shikwambana is the spokesperson for the Limpopo Health Department. Mr. Shikwambana, good morning to you and thanks for your time today on The Talking Point. Um, good morning, Kathy, and good morning to the listeners of the I think just off the face of it, when one hears that a, a single department is facing claims of 14 billion rand due to alleged medical negligence, it certainly doesn't paint a good picture of what it is that um, is being done in that department in as far as ensuring that uh, the work that patients, in this case, would be expecting, uh, that that is not in fact taking place. Your overall reflections, perhaps as, as a department, about what this says about the quality of healthcare provision in the province? Look, I think um, if our perspective was to follow that line, it would be a little bit narrow. Um, so there's a need for us to expand this perspective <coughs> um, so that there is a thorough understanding on the part of the listener. Um, firstly, I think we need to clarify what some of the calls that we get. People believe that this is the amount that we are, it's, it's, a, it's an amount that we are going to pay in terms of medical care. It's not. It's an amount that has been claimed against us. Um, and it's over a term period of uh, 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 starting from 2015-16 until the, <coughs> the current financial year. The issues of medical legal, uh, claims, Katie, are not only a problem for the province of Limbobo. It's a national problem. It's also a problem in some countries outside of this country. Let me, for instance, give you an example. While you are talking about the 14 billion that the department is facing currently in Limpopo. There are other provinces that are facing claims to the access of uh, 34 billion, uh, 25 billion, etc., etc. So there's a whole lot of uh, uh, issues that are at play. Uh, you would remember that some years back, while uh, Dr. Aaron Mitchell was still Minister of Health, he called a summit of um, stakeholders, including the justice sector, to be able to look at these issues because it was becoming a concern to the department nationally, uh, the rising bill of medical legal claims. And uh, that led to the process um, <clears throat> of the, uh, where the South African uh, uh, um, Law Reform Committee uh, undertook a process of making investigation and, and, and wrote a report, which now culminated into the state liability bill that is in motion that is in parliament. So there's a whole lot of issues. By the way, this is not only a problem for public health care system. Now, if you were to look at it as a determinant of uh, the equality of care, because there is an understanding or perception in the, in, the, in, the, in the South African context that private health care offers the best quality of care, why would the South African uh, Law Reform Committee make an observation that the the litigation against private health practitioners is also on the rise, resulting in, for instance, the insurance of that particular uh, sphere becoming very exorbitant and making it difficult for new entrants to enter, but also making it uh, a challenge for new specialists in high-risk uh, uh, sectors such as orthopedics, neurosurgery, 
obstetric and so on and so on. So there's a whole lot of uh, issues that we can look at. at with and and m- m- Mr. Shikwambana, I, I take the point about what is happening in the industry more generally, but I want mm-hmm. us to focus on your province because yes. you, you speak on behalf of your province. That's why we've yes. invited you onto this platform. Yes. Whether or not medical negligence cases are increasing in the private sector is neither here nor there because we have a report that looked into the private healthcare sector and in fact showed that it is a fallacy to to assume that private healthcare facilities provide better healthcare than private medical facilities and in fact even questioned the the kind of prices that people are are paying for for care in the private sector so so i think that you you know if if we if we go down that road it's taking the conversation in a completely different uh, different direction let's talk about what is happening in limpopo in your province so you have some districts that are facing you know medical negligent claims to the tune of let's say you talk about the capricorn district over 2 billion rand mopani district over 3 billion rand uh, uh, 3 billion rand sikukune also just around 3 billion rand uh, what is this telling you when you interrogate what these claims are about what is it telling you about the state of healthcare facilities in the province and exactly the reason why I needed to give you that perspective, so that you understand that uh, it would also be a fallacy to want to believe that this is only limited to the quality of care. But uh, having said that, I need to also make you understand that, uh, of course, there are issues of quality of care that are involved in the issues of medical legal. But it's not always the case. Hence, uh, this case is the most... Okay, so, 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 then, so then break it down for us. Break it down for us into categories. When you look at this 14 billion rand, what are the most, uh, what most prominent issues that have led people to litigate against uh, the health department? You will be interested to know that uh, the majority of these cases... Uh, emanate from what we call cerebral palsy, especially on newborn uh, babies, uh, which, uh, is, of course, is proven and it's known that uh, cerebral cases are not always as a result of negligence. There are other factors uh, which can even be um, uh, coming from the pregnant women that can result in that. But at any given moment where there's a cerebral uh, case uh, or a cerebral palsy case, uh, litigation will be brought forth. Hence, these things, their merit, uh, uh, merit needs to be tested uh, through the protocol because all these cases that we're talking about, uh, all these things, are still going to uh, be arbitrated upon through a, a court of law that would determine. And, and also, yeah, but, but m- m- Mr. Shikwambana, you can't allude to, to, to the fact that all of the people who have instituted these claims against the department, yes, they very much still have to go through court processes. But you're saying that effectively all of them or the the majority of them would have erroneously embarked on this process and that it's misinformed. What On, on what basis do you make that assertion? On the basis of uh, experience, Casey, because uh, I think, Casey, you need to allow me to be able to clarify some of these issues. Because when you keep on interjecting, you, you, you actually 
disrupting my, my thought process. Look, the issue that I wanted to come to before you disrupted, I wanted to say to you, for instance, uh, in, in, in some of these cases, you'll find that when these cases go to court, or rather when we receive a, these, these uh, claims, some of them, they, they come to those bills, or some of them are highly inflated. For instance, a claim that might be, uh, um, might be genuine uh, can go to court where a claimant is claiming 100 million for one case, or 80 million, only to find that they qualify for three or four million. So, the aspect of billions should not scare you cases as a whole lot of issues. But I'm saying also, it's true and it's genuine that there are cases that are brought forth as claims which do not uh, qualify or do not reach the, 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 the do not qualify to be, for the status of medical legal. So this is probably because people are more aware of their rights, they can institute claims against uh, uh, the government and so on. And that does not necessarily mean that once a claim is received, then it's going to be paid as if it still needs to be there, if veracity still needs to be tested. Does it not worry you that you would have people on the scale that you do right now who want to pursue medical negligence against the state and believe they have solid enough cases because of how they have been treated at your facilities? Surely that should be reason enough for you to be worried? Look, Kathy, um, of, of course, uh, we, we, we are worried because if it, 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 it was... Uh, an ideal situation would be that we offer the kind of care that would not have this kind of aftermath. But also you should understand that the amount of money that are being claimed uh, and also the amount of money that we are paid um, would be the amount that would be redirected to some of the challenges that we are having in the provinces. Because when it comes to uh, provision of care, we've got uh, challenges with infrastructure, We've got challenges with uh, uh, with uh, other aspects, uh, human resources, and so on and so on. So um, it, it does worry us. And we and we, we we look at them seriously. Besides the fact that we defend, uh, besides the fact that these things go to court, uh, there are also other issues that are involved. But we should not take it that the department is, uh, is saying every case that comes to us must then go to the court. Because that cases where the uh, issues of negligence where issues of discipline uh, come into effect and, and, and stuff like that. So, so, Mr. So, Shukwamba, yeah. apologies. We'll continue our conversation in a short while. It's 9.30. I want to go to the news desk for the latest news headlines. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're focusing on the issue of medical negligence for our talk, our thinking point for this morning. And we're specifically speaking to the Department of Health in Limpopo, looking at the kind of, uh, you know, claims that they have against the, that they have against them uh, when it comes to medical negligence. Of course, I know that there are many South Africans who've had experiences uh, with this matter. Uh, I'll be also opening the phone lines to hear from you on this issue on 011-714-2006 on the WhatsApp line on 0614-104-107 and on Twitter at SFM Radio, the hashtag SFM Talking Point. Uh, Neil Shikwambana is the spokesperson for the Limpopo Health Department. So, Mr. Shikwambana, you know, I, I hear what you're saying in as far as defending, basically, 
um, the the position of of the department when it comes to these claims and and basically saying, well, uh, you know, it doesn't amount to 14 billion rand, and the bulk of these claims will, in the end, probably not succeed. But are there lessons? Are there lessons that you as a department are drawing from even some of the papers that are being filed? Because these are the stories and the experiences of people that have been through your facilities and they're they, they basically telling you what they have experienced in your facilities. Are you drawing lessons about what it is that you need to improve? I think uh, my assertion uh, that we do go to court and defend this should not create an impression that we are saying it's all hunky-dory, there are no challenges at that front. There are cases that are even settled even before they go to court uh, because uh, the issues of negligence and also mistakes, by the way, because uh, you should also understand that some of these challenges are caused by the fact that it's high, it's some of the um, sections are high risk in nature. So sometimes there are issues of human error which might result in those kind of things. So there are surely there are lessons uh, from, from those issues. Um, uh, to say, uh, when you look at this kind of story in terms of negligence, uh, where, for instance, a, 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 a healthcare practitioner might have done things in a manner that they should have not done. Um, obviously, we can't say simply because there is a claim that amounts to uh, so much, we can't be able to say um, this is what should have been done. We learn from these things um, and, and we, we take things from these things. But um, as a journalist, of course, you should know that the issues of medical and legal things are also um, um, uh, exacerbated by the, uh, by the fact that there are third parties in the form of lawyers that are involved who have actually, um, um, who are also actually looking for business. You know that there's been a, a trend of, of making money out of the road that has since uh, got problems. And health has been a target. It's not a secret, that one. So, but I'm saying, out of all these issues that we are raising, there are lessons that we are doing and there are corrections that we are making based on true assessment of what actually happened in that particular ward or that particular healthcare uh, cubicle. When you look comparatively, let's say over a five-year period, do you find that the depart- department is paying more or paying less when it comes to medical negligence claims? Look, uh, I can be able to... Let me show you, for instance, in 2015-16, uh, we paid an amount of $6.8 million in terms of legal claims, out of all the claims. And then the following year, we paid higher. That was $74 million. And then in 2017-18, I think we're sitting at 8.2. And then uh, the following year, we're at $9 million. And then uh, in 2019-20, we were at 12. So, besides the 74 million that was paid, you have seen that there's a steady increase in terms of uh, the payment, uh, ranging from one to two million per, per, per annum, um, which, which of course uh, is, 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 is a worrisome sector for us. And I think not only for us, but for the entire healthcare system in the country. Uh, because the figures, if you look at them on international level, they're quite staggering. Why why do you find a, a situation where it also takes so long for some of these claims to be fully attended to? Look, I think um, one of the reasons is because the 
these issues must be finalized uh, in, through a court process. And uh, by nature, you know that those processes uh, do tend to take longer. And some of these uh, issues are actually outside of our hands in terms of finalization. Um, you would realize that majority of some of these cases that uh, are taking longer, simply because they still have to go through uh, the, the court process. All right, Neil Shikwamba, now let's leave it there for this morning. He is the spokesperson for the Limpopo Health Department.